Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast today. I'm really honored to have the guests on I have today. We have Patsy Dietz. She's the wife of Navy SEAL Danny Dietz. And I'm just super excited to talk with her and Danny Quinlan about the memorial event that they've been putting on. This is going to be the 10th year, I believe, uh, that they've been doing in honor of Danny Dietz and other fallen heroes. Um, so we're going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, first, I just want to give a shout out to the uh, Arizona Horse Council. Uh, they're, they're an affiliate of the American Horse Council in Washington, D.C., and, and their mission is to protect the equestrians' rights and promote uh, the equine industry in every state. So you could check them out at www.arizonahorsecouncil.org. It's a great organization. Uh, they're doing great things for horses and um, all people involved in equestrian events. So again, check them out at ArizonaHorseCouncil.org. So hey, um, I'd like to welcome to the podcast Patsy Dietz. Like I mentioned, she's the wife of the Navy SEAL Danny Dietz that uh, uh, was killed in action, uh, um, I believe it was 2005. And also Danny Quinlan, who has helped head up this memorial uh, for fallen seals and first responders and just uh, anybody that uh, is serving our country. So uh, Patsy and Danny, I'd like to welcome you guys to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us and giving us this opportunity. Yes. Thank you, Dan. In in today's world with social media and, and uh, we see the words commitment and uh, be a warrior and never quit and so on and so forth. And it's easy for us to post all those things, but talking about, you know, what people like Danny Dietz uh, has done in service of his country and then, uh, you know, making the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, I, you know, it just, it goes so far beyond what we see in terms of social media and that this is, this is where it, it really, really, really gets real. Um, I, I feel so honored even to be able to talk to you, but I also, just feel like uh, I almost don't even have a right to, you know what I mean? Because it's just, it's such a different world than the, the keyboard warriors a world that I kind of live in here. But uh, I'm excited to hear from you, Patsy and, and Danny, and just uh, you know, tell your story and, and how this all came about and just to share with everybody, you know, about uh, Danny and, and his, his uh, legacy. So uh, Patsy, if you want to start. Sure. Um, so every year, it's, it's, this year is our 10th anniversary of doing this um, Danny Dietz Memorial event, um, and we're very excited that we've made it 10 years of honoring not only Danny and his fallen teammates, but uh, the entire SEAL community. And um, we kind of started out with this idea, or this event per se, um, when I, at the time when Danny died, I had a few speaking engagements that I would volunteer to go to just talk about what Danny went through, you know, and motivate people that were suffering maybe from a tumor or, or something like that or 
cancer or whatnot, I would go to the different centers and I would just try to motivate them to never quit and continue fighting until their last breath, just like how Danny did. And in one of these speeches, um, engagements that I attended, um, Mr. Danny Quinlan was among the people that was listening to me and approached me after my speech and basically said that he um, was very touched by my story and he felt that he um, wanted to honor not only Danny but the SEAL community in a way and he wanted to um, maybe catch up with me and see if we could do something together to honor them and give back to that community that he fought for and so after talking for an entire year, I decided um, that he was a very genuine person and really loved our military and our service members. And we came up with doing something in Texas where he lives. I'm in Virginia Beach um, because he said that Texas is one of the most patriotic uh, states in the United States. And I had never gone to Texas. So he wanted to bring the rodeo world and the cowboy world with the you know join the military world with it and um we did the all-american sport with the all-american soldier and uh, that first year was amazing the the outpour of love that texas showed us and the support it was humbling to me and from there on every year it's just grown and grown and grown and we do it on memorial weekend because i feel that uh, throughout the years, people forget really what the meaning of Memorial Weekend is, and it's more like a day off, you know, a four-day weekend, you know, off of work and kids out of school and stuff, and you barbecue and, you know, you go out to the beach, and, and that's all great and all, but the real meaning behind it is for all those that have sacrificed and to remember them and to honor them, and it, and that's, I felt like that was a perfect timing for us to do our event, was on that Memorial Weekend, and bring folks, you know, and their kids to bring that meaning again to, to the state, you know, um, and that's pretty much how this event came about. I don't know if Danny has anything to add on that. No, I mean, uh, Patsy pretty much just summed everything up, and uh, you know, I, I never, I never served or I never really volunteered for anything. And, and rather than ask somebody else to say, hey, look, why don't you put something together, help support the military, help support the first responders or help support those families that, that lost everything. And, um, you know, I, I want to just reach out to Patsy and say, hey, Patsy, this is something that, that I'd like to do is give back and, and show uh, my family and, and those others that, um, it's important to give back important to take care of those that are, that have left, that are left behind. Yeah. And, and, and Pat, if you would just, just briefly give us uh, uh, an idea about Danny and, and the type of person he was and kind of what led him to becoming a SEAL and, and, and doing the job he did. So, uh, you know, like many of these guys, they are very humble and their upbringings usually are very modest, you know, um, there's all, they come from all kinds of backgrounds. Uh, Danny grew up in Colorado and he loved the outdoors. He was always um, pretending to be ninja. And, and, you know, just like any other boy, you know, you aspire to make a difference in your own little way. And from what I hear, since he was little, he always um, knew 
that he wanted to make a, an impact and he would read books, you know, old SEAL books and UDT SEAL books. And, um, and that's something early on in high school, he knew that he wanted to do. So he would spend all the time in, in the gym working out and, and getting fit and staying healthy and stuff. And finally, when he graduated high school, he just went straight at that time, you know, you didn't have a contract to be a SEAL. You basically had to go to boot camp undesignated, meaning you had no job. If you wanted to become a SEAL, you had no title, no job, no school lined up after boot camp. And you pretty much like had a 50-50 chance of even making it to BUDS or getting shipped to a boat without any rank or anything. And uh, that's something that he was willing to do because he knew that he would make it through. And that's something that was in his heart and he had fire that he did not care if he joined without any um, rank or designated with any school because he knew that he was going to go to BUDS. And sure enough, um, he went straight to BUDS out of high school and, and um, he wasn't what you typically would think. Like when you close your eyes and you see the muscular, tall guy, buffed up, meaty, uh, you know, you see in the movies or in the shows. He was 5'11", um, more in the slender side, but extremely athletic. And um, when he went there, he was more in the shorter side. And he pretty much, from people that were in his buds class, like he outdid everybody, guys that were twice his size. And um, there was an incident in, in buds where he started out with a class and he had hurt his um, leg or ankle to the point where they had to roll him over to the next class. And he was extremely upset about that. And they challenged him. They're like, well, if you do the O course, the steel O course, which is a really hard O course that they have out there with guys that were 110% healthy, then we'll roll you over to the next mm -hmm. uh, butts class so you can finish with them, you know? And so he agreed to it. And, you know, they're tough with those guys, the instructors, and they didn't think he was going to be able to, outdo healthier guys that didn't have no injuries when he had an ankle injury. And sure enough, he beat all those guys through the O course. And so he had a lot of heart and determination. And when he knew he wanted to do something, he would do it. And he finished buds and went on with his career. I mean, he had it in his blood and he showed that until the end, you know, um, like I said earlier, he fought until his last breath. There was no way that any of those enemies were going to bring him down without a fight. So I'm really proud of him. It, it, it shows a lot of character, not only as a SEAL, but as a man. And when we talk, when people, I run into my old neighbors that used to live next door of us. Um, they miss Danny as, they didn't know Danny as a SEAL. Nobody knew that Danny was a SEAL in our neighborhood. You know, they just knew that he worked in the military, but they didn't know he was a SEAL. And so he was just like any other guy. You would never realize he would go and cut the grass for the neighbors, help the neighbor's kids with homework. I mean, he was just your everyday guy, but with a, like an alter ego or an extracurriculum, you know, on the side. So he was just, a really mm -hmm. unique and special person mm -hmm. and um he knew how to switch that life when he came home and just you know was humble about it yeah 
Now, you know, we, we all watch movies and we all see, you know, what Hollywood does and, and we love them and everything. If you would just briefly, just kind of speak to the movie. Uh, how, did, how did you feel about the movie and do you feel it like portrayed the, that whole situation as close as it could to true life based on what you know or? Um, well, it's like any, it's funny because when I would go to a theaters and you saw movies that said based on a true story, you know, if you put yourself in those shoes, you're like, wow, you know, by the time it ends, you're so inspired by that true, you know, event story. Um, so it was really odd for me to sit there and watch uh, probably one of the worst days of my life, you know, just run mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. and, uh, and the big screen. So that was really mm -hmm. weird to see that in that perspective, even though I had read and knew about what had happened. It's a whole different story when you see it on the big screen. But that being said, it is Hollywood and there was, you know, it's based on a true story. So you get the mixture of true and a little sensationalized. But overall, I feel like they did a very good job with the part of what they went through in those mountains. Just the firefight uh, scenario mm -hmm. and scene was pretty mm -hmm. accurate of what these guys went through, you know, of just rolling down and not being able to catch their breath and just keep fighting until the end. So that portion of it was... Um, very accurate to probably what they had uh, experienced down there. Um, that being said, of course, you look at the character and, and it's uh, actor um, and they can't be that person no matter how much they study them and become, you know, so obviously for me, I'm probably the highest critic because I look and I see certain things that I know that he probably wouldn't have done or said or, behaved like or whatnot and that's the part where Hollywood comes in you know it's pretty impossible right. to be able to exactly mimic the real person and have the mannerisms and the thoughts and be portrayed that way you know so but I was very happy of how they were able to translate in a movie or put yourself in the shoes of what they went through in that firefight so that was pretty accurate yeah. Yeah. It was a <clears throat> extremely, you know, compelling and just, uh, uh, you know, unbelievable situation. And, you know, that's, that's what they train for. And it's, that, that's something, you know, that we out here that, that aren't involved in that, that life or world, uh, you know, it's, you just can't understand it until, until you're part of that, that brotherhood, I would think. They had, I don't know how many stuntmen do the scene of the mountain, but, um, talking to Peter Berg they had probably a lot like 10 stuntmen maybe do the whole scene of when they were rolling down the mountain and just doing the mm -hmm. firefight and most all of them broke some type of bone like in real life yeah. broke ribs broke yeah. broke bones while doing these stunts so it just gives you an idea of holy cow that was a movie and these are stuntmen I can't imagine uh what these guys in real life probably their bodies what they went through you know um so it's pretty pretty crazy yeah with yeah it's just it's just unconscionable but that that's you know that's uh it, it's the men and women like that 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 sign up for that and do that 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 allow us to to live here and and be free and and have the amazing lives that we lead here in america it's it's just uh um it's just it's just an amazing amazing honor what they do for for us here
yeah. For years, FSR Cattle Company has been known for their premium roping cattle, used and endorsed by multiple world champions and NFR qualifiers. But did you know that FSR is also the home of quality rope horses for all levels, from professional team roping to the novice level? A trip to Weatherford, Texas and to the FSR headquarters will give you a variety of horses to choose from. FSR Cattle Company will arrange transport for your new horse back home and a free ride back to the airport for you. For your convenience, we accept credit cards for all horses found at FSR. We strongly believe in matching team ropers with horses they can work and win with. So when you back in the box on a horse you found at FSR Cattle Company, you know you're mounted to win. Visit us online at fsrcattlecompany.com or in the office at 817-598-1222 and let us help find your next winner. Again, that's fsrcattlecompany.com. So now, uh, Danny, now when, when you met Patsy uh, and you had this idea, uh, you know, to do, um, you know, the the memorial in, mem- in remembrance of uh, SEALs and, and their families and, and so on and so forth, uh, tell us a little bit about that and, and, and how, you, how you came came about with the idea. Well, um when I first met Patsy, there wasn't a whole lot of foundations and there wasn't a whole lot of uh, groups out there helping military or special uh, operation groups. And I heard Patsy talk and, and Patsy uh, being a Navy veteran herself, um, just her love for the country and, and Danny's love for the country, the way she expressed it, I was really moved. And, and as I mentioned, I never really volunteered for anything. And, and I, I felt like and I never volu- uh, never served in the military, so I felt compelled almost to try to figure out a way to give back to those families, and and that's that's kind of how this came about. And and being from Texas, and I've gone to a lot of benefits in Texas where or in rodeos where they're raising money for the families. And and I know Texas being just a such a patriotic state, you know. I, it was almost a, a natural fit when I approached Patsy about it, just asking, you know, hey, I, I'd like to give back, like to figure out a way to give back through the rodeo community. And, and, you know, through that process, team roping came up and team roping being the only professional sport where both persons have to be the best out of everybody else. And it, it runs down to, you know, tenths of a second on who's going to win. And uh, it's unlike any other sport where you got baseball, football, basketball, where you got one person that might be able to carry the whole team in rodeo, both guys or in team roping, both guys have to be absolutely perfect at that time to win. Now, and so you, you organized the first one and that was what year? Uh, there's about 2009 when we organized the first one is actually in, uh, at Texas A&M university. Mm-hmm. And, um, we started the team roping, I think it was about nine o'clock that morning, and we finished up about two o'clock in the morning. So just the overwhelming support was just completely mind-boggling, and we're just so blessed that, that everybody understood the cause that we were trying to do and and uh, the meaning behind of what we were doing. Right. And so, um, and obviously, it's it's just continued to grow every year. Now, now do you guys, are you guys having other events now besides just the team roping yeah so So the first year like danny said we started out with the 
his main idea, which was the team roping. And then after that, it just started growing and, and other pieces that, you know, came and, um, and now it's, it's an amazing event and Danny can elaborate on all the different pieces that we have. So some of the things that we do is uh, like on May 24th of this year, we'll have our kickoff party at the Redneck Country Club or RCC mm-hmm. uh, out in Stafford, Texas. And, you know, that's just kind of, it kind of puts the meaning behind of, of everything we're doing more in a, more in a little private setting, not so much as in a, in a arena or open atmosphere. We start that not off with the uh, Houston fire department's bagpipes. They come in, um, play America, the beautiful. We have some guest speakers and, and really set the tone for the meaning of Memorial day weekend and set the meaning for uh, Memorial day and then we go into Saturday where we've got professional team ropers that come in. Um, and one of the unique things that we do in our event, and it started with uh, one of our volunteers and, and founding board members was Troy Meredith started a honorary texting where he got Governor Perry involved, then Governor Perry involved to make um, a seal and their family honorary Texans. And the Texas Rangers take down the, the state flag over the Capitol. It's then uh, presented by the Texas Rangers, along with the proclamation from the governor, which is now Governor Abbott, uh, making that uh, seal in their families an honorary text and, and basically thanking them for their service and their sacrifice. So that's also presented on Saturday. Uh, Saturday evening, we have uh, Cullen Pickett's Pro Rodeo Rostock Challenge, where we take the top bareback riders and top bull riders in the world and they then compete uh it's 12 bull riders 12 um bareback riders take the top four back for the uh the navy seal shootout where they all start with a clean slate and and then we crown the champion at the end of that um and we roll into a dance but meanwhile we have a a barbecue cook-off going on through that entire saturday uh, we're, I think last year we had about 115 barbecue teams uh, compete. Uh, this year we're, we're on pace to break that 115 teams. We also have a car show, um, a lot of old time car shows. I say old time, you know, 1950s, 1960s, some 80s, 90s, and then some newer cars. I think last year we had around 120 cars in our car show. Mm-hmm. So you can just see how this has expanded. Um, Sun, Sunday, roll into Sunday. Uh, it's all amateur team roping. Um, and then Monday, we have barrel racing, uh, where you know I think we had somewhere around uh, 150 barrel racers come and compete last year, 150 uh, barrel racers. And we've added a new event this year, uh, girls breakaway team roping. So it's just a, a packed weekend, a lot of things to do. Um, and one of the unique aspects of our event compared to a lot of other events is we have um, the families of the fallen. They fly down. They come down. This is a very important weekend to them. Uh, they take the time out of their, their busy schedules to come down and thank everybody for coming out to show their support. You, you always hear about benefits and, and fundraisers where sometimes the families aren't able to make it uh, every year for the last 10 years. These families have flown from California, from Virginia, from New York, from different parts of the United States to come out to the event 
just to say thank you. Uh, and that's, that's another unique aspect because if you look at Veterans Day, all these other holidays, everyone has a holiday. Well, this holiday, this Memorial Day, it's about those that are left behind. This is their holiday. This is their time for remembrance. And so often people forget about that. And it's, if it wasn't for them, we would not enjoy the freedoms that we have today. And so this is, this is a very important week to a lot of us. And this is our way of just paying our respects and, and letting those families know that their loved ones are not forgotten, whether it's a first responder, whether it's a military, um, that their loved ones aren't forgotten and that um, we support them. Yeah. So in, in, now in terms of, uh, you know, monies that you raise, I know that it, it goes to great causes. I read something earlier, just doing a little um, reading before, uh, where a, a wife of a fallen, I believe it was SEAL, uh, said that, you know, she applied to help with get her property taxes paid, which, you know, helped tremendously. So if you could just speak to that a little bit about, you know, the the funds that are raised in, in ways that, uh, you know, they're helping uh, families and, and uh, you know, those who are left behind. Um, so initially our, our funds, when we first started out, um, were going to the Navy SEAL foundation and, and, um, we started, we didn't have our own foundation, which now we do, but we were donating completely to the Navy SEAL foundation because they do help a lot. We're a very small community and, um, this, that was our main you know, like Danny explained, there were not many foundations that, that supported um, the special ops, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we started out donating to them to give back to the community that Danny fought for. And then we decided that we wanted to expand that mission to first responders. And uh, so we came about to, to start our own 501c3 that's called the Navy SEAL Danny Deeds Foundation. And we bring not only the SEAL community we take care of, but we take care of all the soft community um, from all the branches, special forces. And we opened it up to all first responders and their family members. And so that was important for us to um, give back to them too, because they are our forefront here in our country. Mm-hmm. And so it's really cool to bring not only the the tip of the spear in our military but also to bring the tip of the spear of our country those those that go out and make a difference every day and put their lives in risk so um now what we do is we we split the proceeds and and proceeds go to the navy seal foundation still because that's that was what we started this whole cause for it was to give back to the navy seal foundation and then the other the other side of the proceeds go to our foundation so this year has been really excited. We had um, a really good friend of mine, um, JJ Watt, which is a Texan um, defense player. And um, we've also, he heard of our event in Texas probably six, seven years ago. And he just showed up in his rookie season. Uh, nobody really knew who JJ was. Um, and we just from there on became really good friends, him and the other gold star wives and seals. And he's become part of our family. And every year he comes out and supports us. And this year is our debut for our foundation. 
and he actually made uh, with Reebok. He made a shoe that's called the JJ Valor shoe um, that he collaborated with Seals um, and and myself, and we came up with Reebok with this memorial shoe that's one of a kind um, that has all the all the dates of seals that were killed in action and killed in training and it has the patch replica of june 28th on the tongue of the shoe so it had all these different um symbols in these shoes and jj uh forfeited his proceeds of his shoe and is donating a hundred percent of it um what he would have made from reebok he donated it to our foundation, the Navy SEAL Danny Deeds Foundation. And that is awesome because we've been able to now start fulfilling uh, through us all these different grants to um, surviving families that were having maybe, you know, difficulty or need had needs during the holidays. And we were able to fulfill those grants, not only to the surviving uh, families and wives, but also We've uh, given grants to active duty SEALs and retired SEALs that were having um, TBI problems. And, you know, maybe certain foundations weren't covering for these centers that they wanted to try to help and ease their pain. Mm -hmm. And so they came to us and, you know, without a doubt, we're fulfilling these grants to make sure that our warriors are taken care of and they're able to go to the treatment centers that they choose for Mm -hmm. them, you know. so we're, we're really excited about being able to do that and help our first responders as well, along with our soft community. So it's been exciting this year, um, opening up and finally going live with our own foundation. And, um, and I think this year is going to be great. Uh, and the proceeds generated this year is not only going to go to us, but again, we break those proceeds and donate it back to the Navy SEAL Foundation too. They do a lot. Yeah, well, that's that's so awesome. Now, um, you guys have some uh, sponsors too that have been with you um, along the way. I mean, obviously JJ Watt and what he's done. You guys have done with Reebok, which I think is so cool. And those shoes are still available, right? You, they can be purchased now. Yeah. So the shoes, literally, every time they've put them out um, or JJ's made an announcement, they literally sell out within an hour all of all the sizes so right now they're out of stock with the um the larger sizes but um after speaking to reebok uh last month they said that they're going to do another release in april so um i would just tell people to keep checking if they're interested after hearing the show um after april keep checking or you know like jj's instagram and he usually puts out a message like hey these are available again because they literally have it's been awesome that the response people just love these shoes because of not only what they are but like the meaning behind it and being able to to work out or just go along and having all these uh warriors on 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 you all day you know and and it's their way of honoring them so and the proceeds go to an awesome cost so it's a win-win situation so yeah so it's available at the Reebok uh, website if you uh, go under search and put JJ Valor shoe okay. and just keep checking until they come back. Awesome. Awesome. And then, and then other sponsors that you guys have had that uh, help support the, the cause. Yeah. So some of the, some of the sponsors that we've had that, that really stepped up and helped us over the last nine, 10 years have been Texas Roadhouse, 
Wrangler apparel, resist all cowboy hats and cactus ropes. Uh, when we first approached them, they, they jumped out the opportunity to help us out and, and promote it and, and also give back with the understanding of where the money is going. And, and the money really does truly go to a good cause. And, and we're not only changing family lives, but there's been instances where we're changing generations by helping out uh, those families. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, how, how many how many uh, people do you guys expect to attend this year? Do you guys have an idea or a count? Uh, when we do our our kickoff party, um, you know, we we almost sell out every year, uh, which um, we're always happy to to do. Um, and then over the weekend, we probably have about from Saturday to Monday, probably five six thousand people. Usually Saturday when we're given our honorary Texan award and, and put a lot of meaning behind and the emphasis behind uh, Memorial day and, and the meaning behind it. Uh, we generally will have about three, 4,000 people just on that Saturday to come out to show their appreciation uh, for the families. And then, and how, do, how do people um, get tickets? How, how can you? Uh... So you can, you can go, we have two websites that you can go to. You can either go to Danny Dietz Memorial dot com uh that talks about the events and, and everything that's going on we'll have uh, a donate button we'll also have links to the redneck country club for our kickoff party uh, or you can go to the navy seal danny deeds foundation where we'll have links there for donations um, if you want to attend the event on saturday it's at the fort Bend county fairgrounds in rosenberg texas gates open at at nine o'clock um, and we'll have various activities like i mentioned the, the team roping the barbecue cook-off the car show all that's going on during the day. It's ten dollars. Uh, military first responders are free. Um, kids under under fourteen get in for free. We're trying to keep this a family event. We want everybody to know that they're all welcome, um, and that's one of the reasons why we keep the tickets low. We want everybody to come out and have the opportunity to thank uh, all the first responders, thank the special military operation groups, um, and then Saturday night, as I mentioned, the uh, the rough stock, the bull riding and the bareback riding and the dance, all that kicks off about 7 p.m. Uh, tickets can be purchased uh, on the grounds. Perfect. Perfect. Well, uh, I, I tell you, I just I can't thank you guys enough for for coming on and, and sharing the story. And and Patsy, I, Danny mentioned that you also served in the Navy. You didn't even say that before. So thank you for your service as well. And again, I'm just honored to have you on and be able to help share this message, let people understand even more to what the families of uh, all of our warriors go through when uh, they're lost in war or even, even when they come home. It's, uh, it's, it takes a special person and uh, I'm just uh, honored to have, have you on and, and be able to, to have you share this uh, with everybody. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be able to uh, share our event and Danny's story. And thank you for everything you're doing on your part of, you know, uh, allowing people having a voice on your on your radio show, so on your podcast. So thank you so much for that as well. Thanks, Dan, for your time. Yeah, you, you bet. You too, Danny. And then uh, the website again, Danny, if you want to repeat that one more time. The event website is Danny Dietz memorial.com and then our foundation website is navy seal danny deets foundation.com 
Okay, perfect. Hey, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, we will be in touch. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show. Without you, the show would not be possible. We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy, rodeo, and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple Podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com. Give her hell He can never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers And we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle And philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope now He's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pain And it takes a little skill And a little luck You can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who we win, down at the road and pain. Well, I ain't no play your speed. But I give her hell, hey, you never can tell. Someday I just might be. We'll turn another pair of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down at the roping pen.